0: time for the Retirement Roadmap podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Maseller. On today's show,
1: we're going to be looking at some different sides of important financial debates. We've isolated, it looks like five good debates here, so just a starter pack, if you will, uh, in the financial debate world. We could come up with dozens and dozens of debates in the financial world, but we've got a a five-part starter pack on today's episode. Glenn and I are going to walk through these different debates and see kind of why are there different opinions about some of these things, and uh, Glenn will let us know if he falls on one side or the other, or Glenn, your favorite word, if it just depends on everybody's situation when they come in, which I have a feeling that's that's the case on a lot of these, right?
0: Well, you know, I mean, again, yeah, I mean, I I can't overemphasize it enough. I mean, everybody's situation is a little different, and everybody's solutions are not going to be the same. So it's you know, you you gotta you gotta look at you know you gotta look at things from you know from from all different sides, and you know, and, and realize that. You know, that all the different things that are out there and, you know, you know certain ones will take certain sides, you know, and, and really push that hard. Typically, they, there's there's an ax to grind there and, you know, and, and you got to be you got to be, you know, aware and, and you know, uh, to whom are you listening, if that if that makes sense. And, you know, yeah. and, and are they are they you know giving you or are they attempting to give you advice and in, in that's in your in your best interest? And if so, you know, do they know your whole situation? Does it feel right to you? I mean, th- those are some of the major criteria. And, you know, just, you know, you got to be, you know, aware and, you know, and and be, you know, be wise as you're out there, as you're out there exploring.
1: So we'll go through the debates and uh, see the uh, educational aspect of today's conversation, why there are maybe two sides to each of these things. And, uh, you know, we might find one, find one that's definitively, uh, you know, Glenn against or on one side or the other. We'll just have to see. Uh, let's start in the life insurance realm. If the uh, there's a debate out there, some strong opinions where I've seen it before, Glenn, somebody says nobody needs life insurance once they've retired. Is that, uh, is that accurate or we definitely need to look at two sides of that debate?
0: Well, I definitely think you need to look at both sides of that debate, Walter. I mean, it, it, there, there, there can be the scenario where, it, where it's you know it's less important and maybe not necessary at all. There's other scenarios where it depends upon what your objectives are and, and what your financial situation is, right? I mean, one of the things you have to think about life insurance is that, that there typically is going to be a lot of tax advantages to that. You know, and that can be a big deal if we are looking at, you know, the, you know, the financial future of, you know, the country and everything else is that, you know, are we going to be in a situation where we think taxes are going to be, you know, be higher in the future? If the answer to that is yes, then you have to start looking at, you know, you know, what, what, you know, what possibilities are there out there to, you know, to help, you know, to help you and, you know, and to make sure that you're able to pass things on efficiently to, you know, to your, you know, to your family. The other piece is, is that, you know, I mean, you kind of think about it, it's like, you know, life insurance, you know, for, you know, for a lot of folks is, you know, is, is you know, about death benefit. Right. And, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of people think, well, that's all it's about. Right. Well, that, that, that may or may not be the case. Certainly when you're, when you're in your younger years and, you know, and you're, and you're working and, you know, maybe, you know, twenties, thirties, forties, you know, fifties, even, you know, it's like, you know, if you've got, you know, major expenses, like, you know, maybe there's, you know, there's a, you know, there's, you know, there's a mortgage that's outstanding and whatnot. I mean, a lot of times you think in terms of that life insurance is, is an income replacement. Right. And the reality is, is that there are some situations where, you know, if one spouse dies, even if they're in retirement, you know, it can impact the the amount of income that's flowing into the household. Typically, it's going to affect it at least at some degree when, in terms of Social Security, because almost always, you, you know, not not every case, but it, but in the vast majority of cases, you have two Social Security checks coming in. It's gonna become one. And then you also do you, do you have do you have other scenarios there? Do you do you have do you have a, you know, do you have a situation where you know there's a pension that that either gets reduced or, or completely went away? You know, if that's the case, you know, then then you might need some, you know, um, you know, retire you know, retirement income, you know, and insurance or being able to supplement it, you know, and, and you know, to protect if something like that happens. The other thing that, that comes into play, Walter, is is that there's a lot of different products out there in the marketplace. And there the, there's there's life insurance that has living benefits that a lot of folks are not fully aware of. They may have heard a little bit about it, but you know there there are ways of being able to use certain insurance products to help you hedge against you know, things like long-term care you know and because the vast majority of people don't really like the idea of of of, of paying a lot of money for long-term care insurance, but they don't mind having you know coverage if, if they if there is a long-term care event for either them or their spouse or possibly both of them. You know, and, and there are some products out there that can kind of, you know, have your money doing, you know, doing two jobs at the same time. In other words, you know, if you, you know, if you have value in, in your, in your policy, it can, you know, v- you know, very much, you know, if the policy is designed properly, that can have some added, you know, bonus you know, features there to be able to access that while you're still alive for long term care benefits. And if, you know, or chronic illness, you know, and, and, you know, those types of things that, you know, that, that are, that are a lot of times just outside of most folks awareness, maybe they've heard a little bit about it, but there, there can be, there can be some truly advantageous, uh, Benefits that are that are that are just there that that can you know, for the vast majority of people should at the very least be evaluated and and, and look at it. It's like, so does it make sense for me in my particular situation? You want to be really careful if there's a, there's a there's an advisor or a financial salesperson that's you know, that's really pushing hard and saying, well, you know, you got to have this. This is the greatest thing in the world. You know that that should put your you know your red flags up. But you you know as an educated you know consumer. And an educated, you know, re- retiree or soon to be retiree, you want to really understand, you know, well, well, how does that work? You know, is there benefits for me? And really look at it, you know, with an open mind and looking at it objectively and, and weigh the pros and the cons, because everything that's out there in the financial world has, has pros and cons. There, you know, there's no, there's no silver bullets. And oftentimes, folks are surprised that, hey, I didn't know that, that, that life insurance could necessarily do that. Again, it, it's not for everybody, but but oftentimes there there are some uses there that that folks didn't realize, and and you want to at least know what you're saying yes or no to, rather than just out, outright saying, well, no, I'm retired, so I don't need it. Yeah, that's it's there 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 might be something you know deeper that you know there that 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 you just are unaware of.
1: Mm, those are really good points, Glenn, and uh, that is why that is a more complex debate, and everybody walking through the door. Definitely going to be different on that one. All right, here's one sure to uh, cause some strong opinions on either side of the debate. Lots of different reasons for why. And uh, you're going to hear some strong opinion out there. And it's going to either come in two forms, Glenn, right? One, annuities are are a ripoff. You're going to find people that are definitely in that camp. And then you are going to find folks that say annuities are the greatest thing since sliced bread. They're the magic bullet for everything. And I guess yes, there's then a spectrum of folks that are kind of falling in between those very strong opinions. So well, why are there so many differing opinions about that particular product and segment of the financial world?
0: <laughs> well, you have the insurance world and you have the you, you have the investment world, right? So Some and different biases they-
1: going on then
0: oh well i mean yeah i mean it's again i mean you, you got to look at it, it's like well you know what you know where where are they going are they are they trying to sell their goods and services right and you know and again it's the it, it, there's not a one-size-fits-all right i mean i know i know when i've you know when i've done you know workshops in the past and when i sit down and talk with folks it's like you know i'll ask one of the questions is, is you know do you, do you have a pension right And more often than not, you know, a lot of people don't have pensions anymore. You know, know, they're they're becoming less and less common, right? And those who say, well, I know I don't have a pension, then the follow-up question is, is, well, do you wish you had one? Right. And and almost, almost every time, you know, as fuck say, Yeah, that would sure would be nice. Yeah, I'd like to have that. Well, in essence, I mean, they you know, pensions are a form of an annuity and an insurance product, basically it's, it's, it's income for life, right? It could be income for life for, you know, for, you know, for you or, or possibly you and your spouse. Right. And so, you know, annuities give you the opportunity potentially to be able to, you know, to create your own private pension and decide, I may, hey, maybe I, maybe I can carve off a portion of, of money here to be able to, you know, to, you know, to, to be, you know, a little bit more protected from from ups and downs, you know, give me some more stability in terms of income. It can all. The, there, there are also annuities out there that are not income annuities that are just literally a place for, you know, for the the ability to have some principal protection and have reasonable rates of return that are that are significantly better than you might find at the bank. You know, or those kinds of things. So you know there the thing is Walter is is that if there's something out there in the financial world um you know a, a product that's been out there for a long time, there is a fit for it, and there's a reason and a purpose that it's out there or else it wouldn't exist any longer and the key is is tra- is is trying to determine. Whether or not it it fits your particular situation and you want to make sure that, you know, if you're working with an advisor that they're not going to be biased to try to drive you in, in one direction or the other, that they're, that they're really looking at your best interest. And, and, and helping you to evaluate whether or not that's going to be a good fit for you because the answer you know frankly is is sometimes yes and sometimes no depending upon the particular situations but there's the, you know it's never it's never a silver bullet and it's not a ripoff. It, it might not might not be the right fit for you but it might be the right fit for somebody else and by definition that's not a rip-off it's just making sure that that you're, you know, that it matches up to what your needs and desires are and if it does then you, you might you know, employ that into your strategy If it doesn't, you just leave it off to the side.
1: Well, that is uh, really key, Glenn, and I think something that uh, everybody should just listen to. I mean, literally rewind, listen to that conversation and uh, those points again, because anybody preparing for retirement has probably heard of annuities and may have initially been exposed to one of those particular biases, and really, you got to do your research and see if it is the right fit for you. So just try to be aware of that. Any of these financial debates, there's going to be different sides, different motivations, different reasons for why people feel happy they do. Here's another one, Glenn. Uh, Let's go to taxes. There's this thought process that you'll be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. So you know what? It's best to defer taxes now and pay them later. Some people feel very strongly about that. Uh, Are you in that camp or do we need to look some more at those different sides?
0: Well, I think you you have to look at You You have to look at the whole scenario and see where you are, right? I mean, there's... You know, you, you have to, I think you have to kind of come to an, a basic question, you know, do you, where do you think tax rates are likely to be in the future? Do you think they're likely to be where they currently are and, and, you know, and then just basically stay static? Do you think they're going to go lower from here? Do you think they're going to go higher? right and you know and really you know really think about that you know and you look at look at you know where we find ourselves as a country you know and in in terms of in terms of debt deficit and and those kinds of things and and you know and and you know i i rarely talk to anybody who thinks that taxes are going to go lower i occasionally talk to some folks that think that they're gonna that they're gonna stay about the same but more often than not most people think they're gonna go higher and so so if you really if you're really thinking that and you really believe that then you have to, you have to kind of ask yourself the question This is like, okay, well, if I'm going to defer the taxes, i.e. pay them later, right? What does that mean? That means that you are going to, you know, first of all, you don't know what the, the, the tax rates are going to be in the future. Right. And, but if you think they're likely to be higher, then you gotta be, you gotta be asking yourself the question, well, does it make sense for me to, to push this, you know, this, this money out into the future and then be subject to future tax rates? You know, now that might you know, that might sound like well Glenn's saying that, that I should always try to try to you know not use that type of account or maybe use a Roth account and you know and and you know Glenn's not necessarily saying that. Glenn's saying that you gotta evaluate and look at, you know, the, the overall situation because Things get complicated when you're looking at a tax return, right? I mean, you have to be tax aware. You know, there there are there are these things called deductions, right? And if you had every single bit of your retirement income all be tax free, then those deductions would go to waste. So you wanna you want to have some money that's subject to taxation. You also want to be able to utilize all your deductions. And so what I'm really saying is, is you, you want to be engaged in you know tax aware planning and kind of looking at you know. What, is, what, is the, what does the future look like, you know, in terms of in terms of your thoughts about what, what tax rates might be like, but also what are going to be the sources of your income and how are they gonna be treated in that tax code? The other thing that I would say, Walter, is, is that even if tax rates were to stay the same, the vast majority of married couples at some point. The surviving spouse is going to have a tax increase simply because they move from being a married filing jointly tax return to being a, a single tax return, which means that the, deduct, you know, the standard deduction gets cut in half, and the thresholds that, that that put you into the into the next tax bracket are also cut in half. So you know if if you have you know if you have a certain income and certain assets that you're drawing income from. That scenario can oftentimes you know, push you into a higher tax bracket simply because you know, the, of the dynamics of, of filing as a single person versus a, a married couple. And so you, you just have to make sure that your, that your retirement plan is is taking, is taking taxes into account and nobody has a crystal ball to know exactly what's going to happen and when as far as this tax policy goes. But you know, you you want to have a basic a basic understanding of you know, of of how uh, retirement income is going to be you know taxed and the different streams of income, social security money coming in from a pension, money coming in from IRAs or four hundred one ks, whether it's Roth or not. You know, maybe you have some you know rental rental real estate. You know, they're, they're not all going to be you know treated the same way in the tax code, and you you know, you, ne- you really need to understand how they interact with one another or be working with, you know, advisor, you know, a financial advisor and or, you know, a, you know, a, you know, a tax advisor, you know, i.e. a CPA or tax preparer that is in tune to that to, you know, to help guide you to, you know, to making informed decisions about, about what your you know, what it's going to look like as far as your tax picture in retirement, because it's most likely going to be somewhat different, if not a whole lot different when, you know, from, from your working years, just because of the sources of your income are going to be different and they're not treated the same way.
1: We've covered a lot of ground already, Glenn. Three of our five starter pack topics uh, for the day down. We talked about life insurance, annuities, and those tax brackets. How about this next one? A little little uh, curveball for you, a little change of pace. Uh, what about the thought process that you should you should just avoid credit cards at all costs? Just never use them. What do you think?
0: Well, be careful of never and always, right, Walter? Yeah, I know. Right? I I know. Mean, it, those
1: are dangerous words around you, Glenn.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because it it truly does depend, right? Now, if you find yourself, I mean, you know, you you can't control yourself, right? And it's like, oh, well, I can, you know, I I've got, you know, I I can I can put this on the card and I'll, you know, I can take care of it later. know, that's not necessarily always bad, but you gotta really be careful, right? Because a lot, you know, the the you know, it's there's there's lots and lots and lots of people that have gotten themselves into big trouble with credit cards, right? On the other hand, you know, I mean there there can be scenarios where the, you know they have favorable rates. You might see, you know, zero interest for a period of time, or you know, or maybe there's maybe there's bonuses, you know, of you know, maybe they're giving you cash back or points towards vacations or or those kinds of things. And you know, and and if you manage that properly and you, you know, you you know, you you pay off your cards. You know, each month, you know, when you have a zero balance, then they're not charging you any interest and you may be, you know, getting additional benefits there. Right. The key is in, in terms of using credit cards is, is you know, is, is utilizing them as a financial tool rather than, than than getting on the wrong side of, you know, of, of compound interest right? I mean, that, that's really the key. It's, it's a tool in the toolbox, right? And, and, and there's and there's nothing inherently wrong with a hammer or a screwdriver, but if you use it for the wrong thing, then, you know, or you don't use it, you know, properly, it's, you know, it, it's not going to be helpful. And I would say the same thing as far as as far as credit cards go, you know, you just, you just got to be, you know, aware. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I use them myself because they're more convenient, but, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I'm looking to make sure that those things are paid off every, you know, every month. And you know, and and you know, I kind of enjoy getting the extra bonuses, right? I mean, you know, because there's there's tons and tons of cards out there, depending upon what you're what you you know what you're looking for. You know, like I say, there can be cash back, there can be you know points towards you know towards you know future purchase of a car or or trips or air. You know, if you fly a lot, you know, air miles. So you know, just 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 be aware of what's there, and you know, and try to use it in an informed way.
1: I think those are great ways to approach that conversation. Another great illustration of the two sides to the debate. All right, last but not least, we'll go to the Social Security realm. Definitely a strong contingent out there that says you should start Social Security as early as possible. You know, make sure you get that money out of the system. So go ahead and start it soon. You've been waiting so long, socking that money away. Tap into it as soon as you can.
0: Right. Well, Walter, you know, we've talked about this, you know, a lot in the past, you know, maybe not so much here recently, but, you know, it it, it always depends. Right. I mean, you know, there, there, there are a lot of different, you know, scenarios out there, particularly for married couples. Right. I mean, you know, because, you know, you've got, you know, if you have a married couple and there's going to typically be, you know, two Social Security checks. You, know, you 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 know you you may have additional um, other resources obviously retirement accounts or pensions or you know or or maybe investment accounts different different other things that 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 may come into play You know for your retirement income there's also gonna there's 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 the taxation of social security and how that works because social security is not automatically taxed it it depends upon how much other income you have there's there's a lot of different strategies and it's not necessarily just clear-cut oh i should do this because i just turned 62 and i can you know just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean you should right it doesn't mean you shouldn't it means that you should you should evaluate it and really do the analysis it becomes a more, you know, there's a lot more analysis in most cases for married couples than there is for singles, but it's still, it's still something to, you know, to evaluate, you know, as to, as to what, what's going to, you know, what's going to happen and when there, you know, you, if you take your social security um, benefits prior to your full retirement age and you wanted and you want to continue to work, well, there's some limitations as to how much earned income you can have or else they'll start withholding back, you know, a portion of your of your social security benefits. So that may that may defeat the purpose. You may also have a scenario where you know you you know, you your, your your benefits are getting taxed and maybe you're in a little bit, you know, a higher tax bracket be, between you, know, you and your spouse and maybe that's not advantageous, but if you waited a couple more years that might clear and you might ha- end up with a with a with a higher benefit, you know, in in terms of, in terms of monthly in, in terms of monthly income. One of the things that you really got to think in terms of is is not necessarily you know how much money you are able to you know to take back out of the system it's 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 when are you going to need extra cash flow and when are you going to need income and i have yet to meet anybody that that says you know glenn i'm going to want to have i'm going to want to have less monthly income when i'm older and you know and, and and further down the road almost everybody says that they would rather have more income you know as they get older Right. So you, you have to kind of take that, you know, you have to take that into consideration with your Social Security benefits, because if you take it as soon as you can, that may mean that you're going to get more checks, but those checks are going to be smaller checks. Right. And so, you know, and, and, and your cost of living increases on those Social Security checks are going to be tied to wherever you started. So, you know, so that that comes into play as well and again there's the tax element and, and the overall you know household income and where is it coming from so again i i you know i always encourage folks it's like you know you 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 want to do the analysis because it's not it's not just you know hey one size fits all let's take it as early as we can and you know and not think twice about it because that it might it might actually end up working out for you that way but you know, more often than not, that you should you should do the you should do the analysis and really make it a, an informed decision rather than just it's kind of driven by emotion. Hey, I I can I can get it, so I'm going to start taking it, and I want to get as much as I can. You know, out back out of the system. I mean that that's um. I mean everybody kind of feels that way, maybe not with that that much intensity. But you want to be you want to be wise about how you do it and whether or not it's serving, you know, the your your long term goals and it's going to serve you and your spouse in in the best way possible.
1: Well, I love that, Glenn, and that's really helpful to get that perspective. And there you have it. Five different financial debates, why there are two sides to all of those some of the factors that go into the It Depends designation of those different elements. And it's a great reminder if you've got questions about any of these kinds of topics. Like I said, we only hit five on the show today, Uh, but there's lots of different debates in the financial world and reasons why you want to have good guidance in these different realms. So if you'd like to have that conversation with Glenn, you can get in touch easily by calling 336-291. 3535, or you can go online to roadmapfinancial.com and click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. And you can meet remotely, virtually, whatever is convenient for you or come into the office in Greensboro, North Carolina, if you're close by. Uh, But it's easy to stay in touch and get in touch in the first place in those different methods. Again, roadmapfinancial.com or 336-291-3535. Glenn, thanks for the help on the show today and for analyzing these debates for us. And we'll be back with another good episode next time.
0: All right, Walter, take care.
1: All right, you do as well. That's Glenn. I'm Walter. We'll see you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast.